Welcome to the Everyday Ninja Podcast, brought to you by Ninja Park Australia. The podcast where we bring you stories from everyday ninjas, movers, athletes, fitness enthusiasts, and more. My name is Mitch Bird, and my co-host is the man, Luke Hurtigen. Let's get started. Uh, today we are joined by two Townsville local ninjas, uh, movement enthusiasts and creators of DNA Fitness, Diz and Aaron. How are you both? Yeah, good, good man. man. Good, good. How are you going? Yeah, not too, bad. not too bad. Just ramping stuff up with um, yeah, everything reopening and everything. Yeah, Great to have you guys on the show. Thanks for having us. It's yeah. good to meet you, Luke, and good to see you again, Mitch. Yeah, it's been a while, definitely. <laughs> Um, so I guess we'll start with uh, the obvious stuff. How you guys been going with all the all the COVID craziness, and has it affected you guys up there much? Um, it hasn't really affected us too yeah, much because us, so. um, yeah, we train together and we only live 500 meters apart, so um, hasn't been too bad because in the backyard we actually have a nine meter by five meter Ninja Warrior setup that we built. Um, so we've got, you know, our own obstacles, our own double salmon ladder, freestyle calisthenics bar, double dip bars, um, and it's all adjustable as well. So we can move it around for laches and our own obstacles. So we've been quite lucky compared to uh, a lot of the other people out there with their training and that. Um, obviously, I've got the indoor gym here as well, got the weights there, but you know, yeah. mix it up a bit. Very fun. You guys have got a better setup than most gyms around, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very lucky. Prepared, you know, prepared. Yeah, yeah definitely. For, any, for anyone that um, hasn't seen Aaron's backyard setup, you definitely should check out his Instagram. We'll, um, we'll chuck it in our posts and stuff as well. It's worth checking out. It's definitely an impressive setup. Um, have you, outside of yourselves, have you, have you felt um, much change in the Townsville community? Like, has it affected you? Obviously, you're a bit more isolated up there. Has it affected you much? Oh, like it did quite down a little bit, like the streets at the start, but yeah, not really like for our jobs because we're in the construction business, it died off a little bit, but yeah, we didn't, haven't missed a day's work really. It's, yeah. So you guys worked all the way through? Yeah, we still haven't, still been working every day. Yeah, haven't had any time off. The only thing we really noticed was, um, you know, we'd like to do weekend training sessions down like the Strand and that to change the view up and the scenery and get a few mates around, you know, do a bit of a group session down there, freestyle stuff. Um, How do you guys handle the, the lack of socialising? I mean, I know that's something that I really struggle with a bit. Um, were you able to get enough of that, did you find, through work? Or were you able to invite people around to the backyard set up and that kind of thing? Or how do you yeah, guys sort of manage that? Yeah, just got a few boys around Aaron's place in the Arby's or whatever, whenever I'm keen, but... Yeah, because normally we'd try and make it on the weekends, go down to the Strand, to the outdoor parks. But, um, yeah, that was the only issue yeah. being had with COVID. Had to put a so hold. all those outdoor parks, they were just all obviously closed down? Yeah, yeah, they were closed. So we had to put a hold on that. And, yeah, we did limit the amount of people coming around as well, um, purely because well, we didn't want to spread the disease or get ourselves infected as well. Um, we had our own jobs and training as well. So... Um, we made sure anyone that did come around was cleared. Um, and, yeah, definitely tried to keep the one and a half metres distance. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just trying to keep the training basic whenever we were in group training sessions. You know, nothing really jumping over each other or nothing crazy. 
Yeah, cool. So adapting just a little bit. Well, um, let's uh, move on a little bit to obviously you guys are repping the shirts right now um, onto the DNA Fitness. So um, for those who haven't checked out DNA yet, uh, give us an idea on on where it came from and, and what the general, what are you guys aiming to, to do with DNA? Yeah, um, well, DNA has um, a couple of meanings behind it. One, it's uh, Darren and Aaron. So that's the DNA. Um, but we also believe that um, you're not defined by your DNA. Um, a lot of people, you hear them saying, you know, I've got bad genetics, I'm skinny, I can't be big, or I'm big and I can't be little, things like this. Um, so we don't like that way of thinking. We believe through good nutrition and the right training, um, you can change and you can be what you want. That's why the symbol isn't finished at the bottom um, because you can create yourself and create what you want to be. Um, so what kind of motivated you guys to start DNA Fitness? Was there an athletic background? Um, how did you guys sort of get into that? Um, well, yeah, when we met each other at one of the Ninja Park races, started training together in the backyard and then we just got really, we both had the same passion for calisthenics and ninja training, then just kicked it off and then just kept training and then we're like, we should do something together, start something up. Yeah, it really started because um, like we both trained a lot by ourselves or with a few other people, but um, you know, no uh, really consistent variance between skill levels and that is always all over the show and it really i found it really made it hard for training that um well then really I met, like on the same level together like. yeah i met darren and really um he's the complete same as me i have never met anybody who um can match me at everything um no matter if it's running he keeps the same speed as me time distance um strength i just no matter what i do i can't get away from you <laughs> which just can't outperform each other but it's good because we're so close and so consistent um, yeah it makes be slightly better at some things like um strength and i might be slightly better at balance and agility um it really pushes each other to make ourselves better in an all-around community for ninja yeah so do you guys feel like your your own abilities having each other to push to kind of push each other through it do you feel like that's made a big difference in your own kind of strength gains and skill gains and all of that stuff yeah 100 percent. i reckon yeah, yeah i think definitely. um since i've met darren and we've created dna fitness been probably a year year and a half now um i reckon i've made more growth and um better better gains for my journey and my what I really want um, than I have my whole life. Um, I felt like my inconsistency training by myself um, really held me back um, and really not having anything to measure up to um, since meeting Darren. We've really, you know, knuckled down not only on training and pushed each other harder, but we forced each other to learn more and get more yeah, knowledgeable. Knowledge. Um, really try to step it up all around and make sure, you know, every workout we do is the most effective workout for what we're, what we're trying to get. Yeah, great. So where did the passion for training in general come from for you guys? Well, for me, like, yeah, I used to run a map when I was younger, then got into the gym and then started getting into fitness there, but I was just at the gym lifting weights. And yeah, like before I met him, it was just training by myself. Then did a bit of calisthenics training and all that, ninja. Then we met him and then it's just been consistent at the calisthenics training and yeah and i've been um <laughs> just I'm, yeah the passion for it i'm probably just the most competitive person out there um i love friendly competition more than anything because um 
and I believe in having somebody there to push you and strive, but, you know, not as an enemy, as somebody you can <laughs> laugh with afterwards and that, or, you know, it's okay to be beaten as long as you gave it your best. And I find that with um, Diz, um, that no matter what, you know, um, even when he does beat me at something, you know, it just pushes me harder to come back and try and beat him again. So I've always been sporty, played a lot of sports, always been competitive. Um, and then, yeah, obviously meeting Diz and then Ninja Warrior, you know, kind of incorporates all kinds of training and skills and sports. That's what we love about Ninja is that it doesn't matter if you're really good at one thing, it's about being good at multiple things. So you have to really be diverse in your skills and he's really made me step up, you know, weak spots in my training and, you know, I try to make him step up his weak spots as well, you know, yeah. by really pointing them out and <laughs> making sure he knows that I've got him covered on a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Don't something we talked about in the last podcast is that there's just always something to work on with that ninja style training, right? Oh, that's oh, yeah. Right. No matter how good you are at something, there's something that somebody else is going to be better at you at. Yeah. You can't yeah, be yeah, the yeah. best at everything, but, you know, as long as you're giving it your best. Um, so that's the kind of style of training we like to do as well is, you know. Yeah, anyone we train with, that's what we encourage. It's just like, it doesn't matter best. about the reps or the weights you're lifting or whatever you're doing. It's giving you 100% and that's all you can do and that's what you should just focus on. Never compare yourself to others, but... Yeah, it's just do you and give it a hundred percent. Yeah, cool. And what's the uh, what would you say? Because obviously it's it's early days with the DNA fitness stuff. But what would you say the end goal is with it? Where do you where do you see it going in the future? Yeah, that's, a bit, that's a bit of a secret, eh? Now, <laughs> <laughs> obviously the the dream um, or the overall dream is to just help and change people's lives. Um, you know, be more functional. That's what DNA fitness is all about. Like just like Ninja Warrior. Um, you know, it's about functional movements and everyday movements um, being excelled and being better than the normal. So the overall goal would to be probably open our own gym. Um, but, you know, really beyond that, beyond opening our own gym would just be to change as many people's lives as possible and, you know, let Help and motivate, yeah, as much people as we can, really. Yeah, we pass, we're on the same on this journey as well, kind of the exact same. So we're just passing on the same methods we're giving ourselves. Yeah, great. And um, are there any any skills in particular that you guys are focusing on at the moment? Yeah, with our training, we don't really um, try to take on too much at once because, like, um, especially with Ninja, like we've already discussed, there's so many skills that it incorporates. If you were to try and learn all of them or be good at all of them, at once, you're probably not going to get anywhere. So we specifically train, we do like uh, four to six weeks of strength training, working on our strength. Um, obviously that takes a toll on the body and the nervous system. So after that, we'll deload with a bit of hyper, hypertrophy training or um, we'll start doing, you know, um, obstacle training and skills, balance, running, um, and we kind of just cycle our training like that. So that way, after like six months, we've had a good um, routine of four to six weeks on everything. And then we'll just cycle back through. Sometimes we might make one vary, you know, a bit of strength and agility and speed all in one. Um, but really just trying to get the skills and strength behind certain movements and that. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, that ninja style of training too can take a, a reasonable toll on the body. Do you guys have any particular recovery techniques or, or tips that you guys use? Um, well, yeah, I've got a 
test freezer set up at my house that we yeah fill up and then turn it on. Let's so use that as an ice bath. We call it oh, that awesome. dunk. So we get that. It actually we leave it for about two three days and we come back and we actually have to break it and lift about three inches of ice off the top. Um, and normally about an hour or so after training, after the bodies naturally start to cool down and get the inflammation, we like to pretty much we call it the fourth energy system. Um, his name's Will. And <laughs> that willpower, you got to train it because the brain's just as important, you know. That's what's going to push you over the line when you're training and, you know, when you get there. So we get in there and we set a time, the time we always set before we get in. So we can't. How long do you guys it. normally spend in there? Uh, five minutes normally for the first three days um, because we keep it after we turn it, uh, get in the first day, we turn it off and the temperature slowly drops every day. Um, so the first three days is roughly five minutes. After that, we move it up to about 10 to 15. And then by the fifth day, we'll turn, empty it, turn it on, start again. Mm. Cool. I'm all about the um, cold immersion. I have a cold shower every morning just to start my day. I, I couldn't start the day without it. <laughs> Wakes yeah. you up, eh? We do yeah, it here well, but, uh, It's a bit different in Townsville. Cold shower up here is pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really giving you the same effect. <laughs> but you guys notice a significant difference in your recovery with the, the um, ice bars? Yeah, 100%. Like, you feel so good after and the body just feels nice and relaxed. Like, I'd jump, I'd have the aircon on, we both do have the aircon on before we hop out of the ice bath and then it's just straight from the ice bath into the aircon. Yeah, pretty much straight to bed. Just start try relaxing. To, try to know. relax and not get the body moving anymore. Let the body sleep and try and recover now. Um, the idea behind it's obviously that you've, you've tried to get rid of as much inflammation around the muscles that you've just worked as possible and... Now it's time to let the body heal it as soon as you can. I find I get a really good like mood enhancement too from the cold immersion. You guys find that as well? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we, we believe that's because of uh, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Will and his power. <laughs> it takes know. so much. It, oh, you know, like to just actually so just get in there and just like, all right, I'm gonna sit in this ice bath. And to set that time before really makes a difference, we found. Um, you know. Anyone else that we have do it, we also make them, even if it's only 30 seconds. But yeah, the idea set is a goal. set the goal first, then jump in. Don't let um, you know your fears, the body, and all the other elements dictate the way your brain's going to react. So yeah, by right, speed, I like that because it's too easy to cheat your way out, right? If you've um, 100%, you yeah, yeah, thinking of excuses straight away, and you're just going <laughs> to finally pick one eventually that sounds the best just to get out. So by we'll always to set it, one in it anyway, and then. We've hit it and they're like, all right, I've got another minute. And then, and then the competition kicks in. Yeah. Then it's like, nah, nah, nah. He, he did four, I'm doing it. And then it's like, you've got to get out. And yeah, it's pretty competitive. But yeah, no, it's really good. I find that's when the endorphins really let go. And that's you get that euphoric feeling afterwards. They really accomplish something. And are you guys focusing on, um, on your breath work in the water, obviously? Yeah, that's another, another reason as well. Um, it's like a half meditating, you know. That mind from muscle connection, just all that relaxing and just breathing in there. Like I'll I'll sit in there with my eyes closed and just focusing on that. Like I take a bit longer to zone out compared to him. He's yeah, he's a bit better. But yeah, I have to really sit there, eyes closed. Yeah, I do the, uh, in and out. I do the Wim Hof method. So um, I do the Wim Hof method before I get in. Helps a lot. Um, so normally before I met is I was doing them in that, and I was doing half an hour. Um, by myself in my in my bathtub at home with three bags of ice. Um, you were doing half an hour. 
Yeah, so if I have to put something on. So what I'll do is I'll put my phone on and I'll pick a movie or music or something and it has to be at least a 30-minute track. And then when that stops, then I know it's time to get out. And, um, yeah, it really takes a toll on the on the brain. Like I said, it's the um, first time I didn't get it and um, really didn't feel that great. Forced myself to get through it and um, eventually it got easier. The Wim Hof method really made a big difference. Um, just breathing and you know getting to know your body and knowing what you can do I find really helps helps push you through those things and I believed always that I could do it and um, you know the first time Darren ever did it he only got like four minutes um, and then I just pretty much went went around to his house and I said no nah, you're doing 10 minutes it's happening um, you know I pushed it into his brain that he was yeah. doing 10 minutes so he decided to believe it as well that he could do it and um, that day did 10 minutes and yeah, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing them now because I hated it after the first one. I was just like, oh, no, I can't do this. Yeah. And then, now I love them. I think, what, I think what I've found is, same as anything we're training, it's really when it comes to cold immersion or even if it's just cold showers, it's the consistency. So, yeah, like, if you're doing it consistently, your body's just, your body adapts to kind yep. of controlling itself and staying calm. And, yeah, it translates so much into your training. Um, yeah. Given a little bit of... Little bit of value to the listeners if you was because ninja's obviously quite still quite a relatively new type of training to australia if you guys were to give uh say three tips to everyone listening on um on how they can get better at ninja and um and how they can get better at obstacle training in general what would they be so three tips um one would straight up would just be consistency like anything the more you do it the better you get and then really focusing on the strength and then the skills come last, you know? Yeah, I, th I think my three tips would, um, one, be find the movements that you like and really focus on those. Um, really excel at something. Um, you're going to get that positive, positive affirmation in your own head and it's really going to help you get through the other skills that you're not good at because um, you've got something else to fall back on and rely on, a um, bit of a confidence boost. Two, for me, would definitely be recovery. Um, yeah, I think recovery is um, overlooked by a lot. Um, everyone just wants to be the best and go the hardest and get the result straight away, and you don't realise that recovery is just as important, yeah. if not more important, than the training itself. That's where the results are made. And three would just be have fun. If you're not having fun, then you're doing the wrong thing and you won't stick to it. Find something that, you know, you enjoy because even if you are good at it or not, if you're enjoying it and you're having fun, the consistency is going to be there and the consistency is what's going to add up and make everything count. Yeah, I love that. That's it. Awesome, great tips. Yeah, and I think most people really forget about that the, that fun side of training. We tend to think that it's something we kind of do. That, well, that, not so much you, me, or Luke, or um, people who are really into fitness, but the average person really thinks of fitness as an oh. day where they really don't want to do it and they just got to push themselves through it. But it's just about yeah, 100%. If, yeah, like that's what got both of us out of gym. You know, we just got bored with the... Uh, the repetitions and the repetitiveness of the same movements and that and you know like yeah you're only looking for results to get that positive um feeling in yourself whereas you know like sometimes we just we don't really want to train you're tired from work um, you might not you know there's so many things going on in life so we might just 
team up and then go out, set some obstacles up and make a little course and just have fun like kids, you know, or play some tiggy um, around obstacles and do some parkour, you know, and just, just have fun, just just like kids, you know, running around like them. Just Adults playground. That's all it is, you know. A huge lava pit, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. Playing is it should not be reserved for just the children, for sure. Oh, oh, no way. <laughs> if it is, you can call me Peter Pan, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no longer Plant Ninja, you're now Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a question that, uh, that we're asking everyone that comes on the podcast, really simple one. Um, if you could give the 12-year-old version of yourself some advice, what would it be? Yeah, um, I'll start. <laughs> yeah, you go. <clears throat> uh, if I was to give 12-year-old me advice, I'd definitely be um, find something you're passionate about, which I've always known it's been sports, health and fitness, um, and pursue it harder. Um, put in the work because, um, you know, if you put in the work back in then when you're 12 and onwards and you're going through school, when you've got the opportunities and the chance, it's going to make a huge difference down the line. Um, whereas, you know, I find myself a bit older now um, and I'm really starting to understand the passion I have for health and fitness. And, you know, I'm putting in the work now, but I'm having to double up. I'm having to really double up on my work ethic now and, you know, I just think about like, man, imagine, imagine if I was 12 and I started them, the kind of knowledge, yeah. not, e not even just the results or gains, but just the knowledge I would have by now and the change I could have made, not only to myself, but the people around me. And yeah, just really wish that I could do that. So, but hey, you've got to start somewhere. So I'm starting now. We've started and hopefully we can get no, back now, eh? <laughs> And um, for me, it would be, well, yeah, I was real athletic when I was younger, probably in primary school and all that. But, yeah, then started hanging around the wrong crowd. So I was kind of like just following, like, then kind of put all that beside all my athletic side and that. And then kind of just didn't have a passion for anything, was running a mark, just doing stupid shit. So... He'd go back and give himself a clip under the ear by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Like, <laughs> there's a bit of regret there, but then I look at it like, well, you are who you are now, so, you know, that's life. That's right. You well, you're being a, you're being a 12 year old right version of yourself now, right? Pardon? You're being a 12 year old version of yourself now, right? Yeah, that's it. Make it up. Make and it a lot up. of people aren't. <laughs> it makes it hard for me sometimes, so you know it's like have a twelve-year-old all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the funny part about that question is obviously you can't go back and do that, but yeah, it's really good to reflect on on kind of how you've changed and how your mindset's changed. And it's also about if there are any twelve-year-olds out there, or no matter how they, how old they are out there, it's just about making others reflect on that as well and, and you guys yeah. can give that yeah that's right. what makes you feel good i reckon you know just it's a great question because you know like you you look back and you you might say that like i have now you know this is what i would say to the 12 year old me but that that advice is still current you know what i mean if you're going to say that to the 12 year old why aren't you taking your own advice right now so if i was to go back and tell the 12 year old me to you know pursue health and fitness but i wasn't pursuing health and fitness you know what I mean? Then I need, to, I need to start having a look in the mirror and understanding, you know, like, man, are you following your own, your own dreams and your own thoughts? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you're you're on the money with that because I think too much, especially when it comes to health and fitness and nutrition, too much adults sit back and and they're like, oh, my kid should eat healthier, but like I can do what I want, and the kids should yeah, be moving yeah. and training more, and but I can do what I want. But it's really about that advice is any health advice, any movement advice is kind of yeah. general. For it's everybody. never too late to change anything, you know. Even no matter how old you are, no matter what you think, you can you can change anything at any time. And as long as people are aware that, you know, you're not stuck with what you've got and who you are, you can always, always change. change. It might be harder, yeah, and it might take a bit longer. And, you know, it might seem impossible, but there's, people, that opportunity there's people out there doing it day to day, making huge life decisions and changing stuff and people worse it's off. Constantly changing, like everyone, you know? Yeah. I think the 12-year-old versions of both you guys would be pretty happy with what you've got uh, doing right now, so. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd like me to be able to do a few more muscle-ups and front levers. <laughs> I know the 29-year-old version does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always we always want more. Well, um, thanks for coming on today, guys. We really appreciate you guys coming in. If, um, if you haven't already, make sure you go and check out the DNA Fitness page. Uh, we will chuck it in our posts um, and in our podcast links as well. So, yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. And, um, yeah, no, awesome. With- thanks for having us. Yeah, Great to meet you guys. We'll catch up for a train soon. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.